When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to my show, Straight White Whale. This episode is sponsored by Merchant City Medical. Merchant City Medical is the place that I got my hair transplant at. Very affordable, cheap prices, they give you options to pay a deposit and you can pay up. If you want to get a hair transplant or Botox or your teeth done or liposuction, Get in touch with them and ask for a guy called Paul. Paul was the guy who done my hair transplant. I wouldn't lie to you. I got it done in July and I, I think it looks good, even though there's a long way to go. So thank you very much to Merchant City Medical for sponsoring the podcast. And let's start the new year on a positive that is the most professional I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Normally, I'd want to start with, Welcome to the podcast, motherfuckers. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, mate. Happy New Year, Paul. Do you know, I never thought I would say this, but I missed you. How would you know thought that you'd say that? Because you're a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've missed you too, but, you know, I also really enjoyed my time off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I was saying there a minute ago, mate, I've totally, my sleeping pattern's fucked, man. Absolutely yeah. fucked. Well, it's start of the new year. Get your magnesium and your zinc before the bed and let's get in about it. Yep, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. So, what have you been up to? I just enjoyed my Christmas holidays, mate. Eating what I want. I smoked a lot of cigars. I've chucked them now, but see, because I knew that I was going to chuck them, <laughs> I fucking went to town, man. <laughs> Do you have the fuck it button? Oh, the fuck it button get... Um, pressed broke with my fat finger mate <laughs> to, to the point that I was like if I gave myself throat cancer because <laughs> uh, honestly mate there was one point uh, during the Christmas holidays that my voice audibly changed because I was smoking so much 
So I maybe done two a day, but see, because I knew I was going to stop, mm -hmm. I was honestly, man, 10 a day. Oof. And uh, I started, like, inhaling it and stuff. Are you supposed to inhale a cigar? No. Right. No. It was like, there was bits of fucking tobacco in my mouth and I was swallowing it and oh, stuff. I went mate. to town, mate. So I woke up on the 1st of January and I was fucked. Right. Uh, but I just, just like that, I just done that eye. I don't smoke anymore. So I think I realised I'm a psychopath. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> mate, but I mean, <laughs> 10 cigars a day, mate. I mean, you're not feeling sick. Like, did you, did you like ease into that? Did you start doing three, four, five, or did you just go, fuck it? I'm going for a full 10. I mean, when I say I eased into it, it took two days or something. <laughs> right, it went okay. from two to three to ten. <laughs> right, like, okay. <laughs> but do you know what? I don't regret it. Uh, I oddly enjoyed it. Um, there was something like, you can't date all the time because it comes a, a bad habit, but there was something just really good about saying, do you know what? I'm going to smoke as much as I want mm -hmm. I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want yeah. I'm not going to be worried about anything because I know when the new year starts I'm back at the gym I'm back to eating healthy and I am I feel fucking amazing by the right, way so we're like five days in and yeah. have you been on it? yes I have been on it um, I have just been more positive I started back gigging as well oh aye mate aye how did that go? I done my very first gig Last night at the Stand Comedy Club in Glasgow since Friday the 13th of March 2020. Right. So that is like, what is that? That's like three months off two years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I never intended to kind of get into it so quick, but I'm quite a negative person, I think, and I'm a lazy bastard. So I'll always find an excuse to no day something. Mm -hmm. Even this podcast, if it's once a week, I struggle with that because Aye. I'm just a lazy bastard. Uh -huh. I would rather just watch Netflix. I don't even mean it in a bad way. I would mm -hmm. just rather just be in my own company, watch Netflix or whatever. Aye, that's your ideal state. Aye. So you're like literally like a COVID lockdown person. Like Aye. if this could be the rest of my life, I'd be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> stuck, so, in, stuck in lockdown, but... Um, I like so you struggle to like motivate yourself even today, like you're saying, like a weekly podcast, yeah, and get yourself going with that. So, but yesterday when I got offered the gig, I, I seen the two paths because normally I would say no because it was such short notice. Mm -hmm. uh, that's my excuse, ready made excuse. Aye, but then I thought, do you know what? I've lived in a fucking hellhole like everybody else for the last two years, it's time to go against the grain. Because my head was saying, why would you know do it? Because you know for a fact if you go, you're going to meet comedians that you've not seen in years, uh -huh. that you love, that you like. You've not been, a, been in a comedy club for so long. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to get to see people do sets. And I was having this, like, inner conversation, and I thought, do you know what? Fuck it, man. What's the worst that's going to happen? So I get 20 minutes closing it i don't know why they made me close it i've seen that mate you were on the fucking chalkboard hi <laughs> my class, fucking mate. first gig back and i was headlining red <laughs> raw i was like talk about the deep end did you sake. knew that you did you know that you were headlining i knew i was headlining right, right okay so i went up with a lot of new material but see because i'm no match fit i had to drop into some old stuff like proper stuff that i knew that Aye. was going to get laughs of course man but the bar staff and the manager said look it's about fuck it you done amazing like right. you just need to get up and date again and get I'll your get, reps in mate aye get me gigs in get new material in so uh 
happy days. I mean, that's incredible, man. I seen obviously you'd said to me that you were gigging, um, and that you're going to be gigging again, <clears throat> and um. I'd seen that you were on the chalkboard and I was like, oof, I was sort of thinking, I hope he didn't just turn up and see that and be like, oh no, like you're headlining, mate. But Well, I was walking down Woodland Road. I uh-huh. always get nervous, right? But see, when you do it all the time, you kind of get used to it to some degree. Aye. Like to maybe when you're a new start, you get nervous a week before the gig. But when you start doing it all the time, you get a, you get nervous as you're waiting to walk on stage. Of course, I. But... Mm-hmm. Yesterday I was walking along Woodlands Road and I, there was a guy getting out of a car mm-hmm. and I, I made an audible just, <laughs> just <laughs> like a a weird dry boat. Like an anxiety gag or I, something like what the fuck was that? <laughs> and then my, you know the way your eyes go like bright pink? Uh-huh. I was just like, oh my God. So I went into a coffee shop, I got a cup of tea, a bottle of water, right. and I went through all that shit that you do when you gig. And I was like, I've missed that, I've missed that. Um, surely it must be good for your body and your brain. That shock to the system of feeling like you're about to just go into a war or something. It's like a fight or flight. That's it. It's it's excitement, really, yeah. isn't it? Like it's because a, a lot of people, especially like you're saying that have long sufferers of anxiety like maybe low level mm-hmm. they can't really differentiate sometimes they get to a point where you you end up you get rid of the sort of general anxiety but then you start to think that excitement's your anxiety coming back do yeah. you know what i mean and then this because it's the exact same feeling it's adrenaline it is fight or flight you know yeah. but then once you came off that stage i mean how did you feel like i mean what out I'll ask about how the gig went. I mean, I'd seen somebody put a tweet out saying that you were fucking class and that I can't even remember what the tweet was. I liked it, but the guy sort of quote tweeted you and yeah. said that you were incredible last night. And uh, But when you came off stage, you just you must have been buzzing, mate. I was buzzing, but I had an odd feeling of pure gratitude. Even when I was on stage, I had a feeling of gratitude and I said it. I just flat out said it. I was like, look, I've not done a gig since 2020. Mm-hmm. I did my first gig at Red Raw. I was shite, but it's just amazing to get back here and thank you so much. And people understood it. People get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong. There was a couple of people in Madway and I think they were, you know, Aye, mad with it, so Aye, they're talking and heckling and stuff. But I'm the kind of guy that invites heckles. I enjoy heckles. Right. I don't like people that just talk through the set. Uh-huh. Don't talk, but see if you shout at me, I'm cool with that. Because uh-huh. I can feed off and get shit. And I recorded my set last night, the first time I've ever done that. Do you know, all the years I've done that, I've, right. I don't record my shit. Uh-huh. So and is I've, that an anxiety thing because you don't want to listen back? Don't like listening to yourself or what? Or? I think it's a mixture of a lot of things. Laziness, anxiety, mm-hmm. just everything, mate. Right. And I, I've got it recorded and I'm thinking, I know what I can use now. I know what I can ditch. Right. Do you feel uh, like this has helped with that? Do you know what, mate? I think I, it is. I need to, I get you to review it if there's anything you want to take note or when you listen to your podcast. That's that's grim, mate. Yeah. I mean, I, ed, I self-edit. That's horrible. Yeah. I need to sit and listen to myself and yeah. I'm just so critical when I'm listening to myself. But um, I, I'm wondering if doing this and having to do that for this means that you're got, it's going to be easier for you to date with your comedy where yeah. it, like, 
you know, proper matters to you, you know, like your comedy is your passion, do you know what I mean? It definitely has, mate, because like we've spoke about it before, I think there's some type of body dysmorphia there, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to watch myself because I think I'm too fat, but then when I watch this podcast, I'm like, I'm actually not that bad. No. Why fuck. did I fuck my whole life up? <laughs> 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 uh, why am I not like Kevin Bridges? It's because I didn't want to watch myself because I thought I had tits. All right, cool. I felt those, but I mean, that's that. That's the work. See, when people talk about like, oh, you need to do the work. That there, see, like watching yourself, listening to yourself with a critical ear, and then sort of like figuring out what they want to do better next time. That's part of the work, mate. That's yeah. it's so shite doing that, but yeah. it's needed, mate. It's so needed. Otherwise, you just stabbing in the dark aren't you like you're you're, you could end up this is why i mean as somebody that was in a band and done you know thousands of gigs some of the best gigs i've ever done has getting a reaction off the crowd so see if you don't record and listen back you run the risk of basing your opinion on yourself on the reaction of other people yeah i've played gigs to people where i've come off stage being like why the fuck did we get any reaction there, man? That felt amazing. You listen back and you're like, fucking hell, man, that was class. Yeah. Whereas if, if it was just based on the reaction, you'd be like, that was fucking shite. And I know plenty of people that do that and it's a bad way of like uh-huh. judging your performance because yeah. you might, like you're saying, Stagdo might walk in, but there's a stand hod, Hummer folk, something like that. 220. Right. You get, say, 10, 15 folk in the Stagdo ruin your gig because they're yeah. talking, you think, oh, I'm shite. You know, like that mm-hmm. type of thing. I can't handle that. So... That's good to hear, mate, that you're listening back. Aye. All, so the, profe- all the big guys say that, didn't I they? I know. Uh, that's another thing I know. See, listening to podcasts and when you hear all these amazing American comedians say that they do it, I'm like, do you know what? It's time to pull the finger at my arse because I feel like um, I'm a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. I can't deny that. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to... I think I'm humble as well but sometimes that can go against you. Mm-hmm. So like when I meet people that have never seen me and stuff, they're like, oh, is that the stand? The guy that's the stand-up? I, just, I need to just accept that I'm a stand-up comedian, I'm funny, mm-hmm. and it's just my job. Aye, for sure, mate. Fuck I mean, it. This model that you're potentially going to try and do, like stand-up and wear a podcast, that's the American model. Yeah. There's, I think there's so many British comedians that are missing a trick. By no doing, you know, sort of putting themselves out there, promoting their podcast at their shows and yeah. using it as a way. To, there's got to be something in it. If all these guys in America do it, yeah. there's got to be something about it. And when you listen to them talk, they're like, I try bits. I'll think of material and yeah. I'll, I'll say stuff on the podcast and see if it see if it gets a reaction or whatever. So mm. I think there's something to it, mate. And I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I'm willing um, that you work hard at it and you get all the fucking benefits out of that hard work, mate. Thank you, mate. I think I'm going to start trying stuff on this more instead of Twitter, though, because I actually nearly get cancelled last week. Right. Did I miss this? this is, <laughs> my, my Christmas holiday was like social media, you know, minimum, so I might have missed something. Here. I thought I was going to get cancelled that much that there might have not been a podcast, to be honest, mate. <laughs> It was that bad. What did now, you say? I work in an industry that's riddled with fucking rapists, sex offenders and pedos. And right. some of them have not been cancelled. Most of them have. <laughs> some of them have died before they could get the jail. Right. But never guess what I get cancelled for. What? So Betty White died. <laughs> oh, right. I got the golden girl. Yes. Right, okay. I don't know why I laughed right after I said that. <laughs> 
She was 19. I lo- First and foremost, right, listen to what I'm saying. I love Betty White. Right. She's amazing. Okay. She was a golden girl. She's been in Toy Story. She was even in My Wife and Kids. I fucking know Betty White. I know what she's done. Okay. I admire her. Mm-hmm. But she was 99 years old. So I went onto my Twitter and she passed away and everybody was like, completely devastated. Are you fucking... I can't live anymore. I can't live anymore. Betty White's gone. (laughs) Betty White's gone. She's gone. I'm like, uh... (laughs) What? She's three days away for a hundred, you cunt. Right. So what did you write on... What was your tweet? What did it say? So there was a director called Mike Flanagan. Right. He... See, the sad thing about this is, is, as well, I'm actually a fan. I love his work. (laughs) I fucking love his work. He's done, um, uh, what was it called again? Midnight Mass on Netflix. Right, aye. Doctor Sleep, the the new Shining film. And what else has he done? God, I can't remember, but he's a talented director and he's shit hot. So he was one of the cunts that put... uh, Oh my god, I can't believe what is happening when the last golden girl is gone. Right. She's not she's not here anymore. Not ex- quite like that, but I quote <laughs> tweeted it and I done that. Mate, she was ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> so what? <laughs> and then then he responded and put Oh and. fuck. Aye. He right. responded and put and and then I said, mate, I love you and I love Betty White, mm-hmm. but I had to say something. <laughs> and then, because he's got about fucking nine million Twitter followers. Oh, shit, right. Everybody was like, maybe you shouldn't have just said anything, man. Right. <laughs> anybody then, anybody we know? <laughs> no, anybody, anybody Scottish? No, nah, I need the Scottish. Right. It was all Americans, Americans and right, okay. Canadians and stuff. Mm. And then someone said something to me. She didn't follow me. She was Scottish, right? It was along the lines of, it doesn't matter what age they are, you're allowed to grieve. And I said, I don't deny that, Uh obviously. That's true. But, like, we're bod deep into a two-year pandemic. She's three days away from being 100 years old. She's never had a scandal. She's an amazing actress. She's also an amazing person. She's done amazing charity work. Mm-hmm. But she was nearly fucking 100 years old. Right. She completed the game. <laughs> right. She completed so the game. Is is it... What's annoyed you here? Is it that people are shocked that she died? Like that sort of like... Because I think that what I was... Well... Is, is it that? Is it that people are going, I'm so shocked that this 100-year-old person's passed away? I wouldn't even say shocked. I would say devastated. Right. Like, completely heartbroken and devastated. Like, what I'm trying to say is, what age do you want Betty White to live to? Are you fucking ghoul? Do you want her cutting about being 124? Because people are supposed to die... When they're 99. I come from Glasgow. Cunts die before they're 60. She's 99. I'm not going to be devastated here, right? 
everybody in my my granda died on my fucking birthday when I was ten and he was only sixty two or something, right? So shut the fuck up. She was ninety nine. See when she was your age. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe what you're fucking saying. But I, I get what you're saying. Right, so what age, what year was it when she was, like, 35? Right, so when she was 35, <clears throat> like... So she was three years away, so she was born in 1924. Aye. 1925, right. 1925, So it was, it was the 50s. So... <laughs> she was her age in the 50s. Right, so Charlie Chaplin films were still Aye. getting made. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Fuck. She was going to fat domino concerts. Right, so I think that what's annoyed you is this sort of like hollow sentiment of like, I'm so devastated. Is it that sort of like cut and paste type attitude to social media instead of being like, oh, that's a shame. But, you know, at the end of the day, she was 99 and she had an amazing career and let's celebrate the career rather than being like, I am personally devastated Mm -hmm. by this person's death. I, I can kind of get on board with what you're saying. Yeah. I can. You've, I think you've... Because see, when you were first explaining it, I was like, oh, no, wait a minute. Are you going to be like, <laughs> people shouldn't grieve? You know, yeah. people should, shouldn't be surprised and shouldn't be sad that people... Aye, of course, it, it's like that whole, like, it doesn't really matter. Like that person said, it doesn't really matter when somebody passes away. Oh. It's like, you know, you, you, should, you have the right to grieve it. But it's this idea that people are personally devastated. Yeah. No, just like, you know... Round of applause for a fucking great person that lived a long life. I can kind of get on board yeah. with that, mate. I get that. And see, as this was all happening, I was like, <laughs> Betty would be on my side. I know she would be on my side, man. She would get it. Do you know what you need to do? <laughs> get, go and get a medium <laughs> on the podcast and we'll channel Betty White into the room and she can tell you. But no, I I can see where you're coming from. It, let me see that whole, like... I met him once at a party and he was a really nice sort of never he was a really supposed to be a really nice fit person. Yeah. Let me takes the piss out of that perfectly where he just cut copies and pastes the response yeah. and changes the name. Social media does kind of feel a bit like that, doesn't it? It's like every death's a tragic death. Yeah. Um so I I'm with you, mate. I wouldn't be cancelling you. I didn't see it, but <laughs> I didn't well. see the, the I think if I do a Glasgow comedy festival show, I think I'm just going to call it Betty White was 99. <laughs> and do an hour of new material and don't even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea, mate. So, I mean, like, I feel like saying here, mate, lo- uh, New York's been in lockdown for two years. They've got a warship on the water beside the Statue of Liberty because of COVID. Right. Like, can you not be devastated about that? Instead of somebody living to 100. <laughs> I mean, she was 35 when she went to Cineworld to watch a Charlie Chaplin film, mate. <laughs> Cineworld. <laughs> <laughs> she went to the Odeine. Uh, <laughs> Roundfield Street, Odeine. Fuck's sake. But see when, you, see when you get shit like that, because there's been a couple of times where I've seen a wee bit of backwards and forwards where you, where you say stuff on Twitter and... and I, I almost like automatically know that you're sort of like half taking the piss. Yeah. Sort of looking for a reaction and then you get it. Do you get like anxiety when that's happening? Because I've had times where, and maybe it's because I'm a dick, right? But I've had a couple of times where I've argued with people on social media and I get worked up to fuck, man. Yeah. I feel like I'm pure, like about to fight cunts <laughs> the way that like my fucking body goes and shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I understand. I, I had that as well, but I've been doing this for 10 years and 
I've I've went through all that pain with with vine, we getting trolled and stuff. So it right. doesn't really. Plus, I changed my mentality towards it as well because I like to think that I'm a good person, mm-hmm. and I just want to live a happy life and be happy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt anybody. So see when I tweet something, most of the time, 95% of the time, I'm taking the piss because I'm a stand-up comedian. Uh-huh. But I could put, um, God, what's happening with lockdown? I'm scared about my work. And then somebody could say, uh, what about the taxi drivers? We're all fucked. Um, maybe you should wind your neck in because stand-up comedy is not a real thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to let that hurt me because I know what I said was justified mm-hmm. for my life. That doesn't mean that I don't care about taxi drivers or nurses. I don't care about taxi drivers, mate. They're all wankers. <laughs> well, instantly I quote tweeted the guy and I just said, mate, I say this from the bottom of my soul, suck my fat cock. And that was it. Because uh, I'm not, I'm not going to let people affect me. Like, fuck them. Like, Aye, it's no am real. I not entitled to have a bad day? Aye, and it's no real anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... It's, it's fake. It's yeah. totally fucking fake. Like, you never gonna impact your real life so why not just fucking cause a wee bit of controversy and say what you think i do enjoy it i feel like comedians are scared i wouldn't even say i'm controversial i'm just fucking get a grip man there's (laughs) other things to be scared about than a fucking oh of course mate of course and i don't think it's i don't think it's controversial either but if i mean in terms of the reaction that you get for people or yeah. like you know you hit a group and it gets retweeted after this <laughs> guy who's basically then with that sort of platform is almost you know inviting in he's following you know like i know people have sort of made accusations yeah. to certain people and saying that that's like almost like calling like ringing the fucking siren for your followers to go and attack yeah um and that's i don't know if that's what the guy's done well, but the only thing i kind of got anxious about once was uh there was a character in the office do you know the guy that was really overweight with the glasses in the british office yeah uh-huh. i and remember he, him the the trousers when he was like this is my trousers and then he put them back on uh-huh. so in his character in the office i i think there was a scene when he's not getting any mates and he's sit, sitting in a pub by himself mm-hmm. i can't even remember what episode it is but somebody actually seen the guy in a pub in real life <laughs> and he okay? was sitting having a pint by himself. by himself. And to be honest with you, I think he looked quite sad. And straight away I done that. Oh, I don't like that. Because the guy does look sad. Right. And it make it made me sad. So <laughs> I just said no really into people taking pictures of someone without their permission mm-hmm. when the guy looks like he's having a bad day. Uh-huh. Inside, I'm like, just let the guy have a pint, man. Aye, Do you know leave what I mean? him alone. All of a sudden, all these Ricky Gervais fans, who the fuck are you, you jock cunt? <laughs> <laughs> and a Bell's Den accent. <laughs> <laughs> you jock cunt. I fucking, honestly, mate, I despise the English accent. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. I'm not even going to attempt bastards. it. Horrible bastards. Did you notice that this year's New Year's trend is shitting on New Year's resolutions? Yeah. What's this? Where's this came from? That all these trendy fucking wanks that are selling, you know, most of them selling workout routines and diet products telling people don't buy a workout routine. Is it like some sort of like weird reverse psychology that's going on? Well, nutritionists and PTs are saying, come with me, I won't give you a diet plan and I won't push you in the gym. That's like, is this, what's going on here? So many, there's so much negativity. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. People can't just have a nice day. They can't celebrate their small wins. Mm. See if somebody that's overweight and depressed goes to a shop and buys new gym gear and joins a gym and only goes for two weeks, I'd be like, good on you, mate. Instead of, fat cunts in this gym Aye. taking my fucking oh, weight mate. bench. Do you know what one I hated was the uh, the sanctimonious virtue signalling, like, oh, all of the newbies coming to the gym putting me off for the next three weeks. Ha, ha, ha. You're like, fuck off, mate. I, I we get it. You're in the gym. Do you know, get a therapist. Yeah. It's not working. Aye. You're still a prick. Yeah. Aye. Seek help. <laughs> Sorry. But no, I, I, do you know what? I can't go. Other people, and this seems to be the biggest trend on, especially Instagram, Try other people try to tell people how to live their life. You should mm. do this. Here's what will work for you. Yeah. You're selling snake oil. You're a bam. Like, you've done an online course and whatever, and nobody should listen to you because now you're on Instagram selling it to cunts. Like, stop it. Stop doing this. Aye. Your side hustle. Get a real job. Aye. That's one thing that makes me so angry, man. We're going to continue it into the new year, but these fucking... God, well, Aye. Mate, don't do it. <laughs> mate, I seen one other day where she was saying... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you. Um, oh, we can't. We, we won't can show it. Out. No, yeah, but yeah. you can just so that you can see the lunacy, like the the actual like what's going on here. Well, she's with to show about troops. New year, new me. Get into the deep end. He'd first <laughs> next snap. Oh, mate, wait till you see this man. It's fucking crazy. I feel like my voice has changed with cigars. Can Aye. you tell? No, don't, no. Don't, I don't know, man. Is that you? Sorry. Aye, right. So she's. I won't say it verbatim. I doubt she's listening to the podcast. Fuck it. She. This is a. This is like a um, ma- manifestation hypnotherapy. Um, you know, psychology diploma bought on fucking. You know, done in three months in some sort of like fucking online thing. But it's it's the added extra free use of a cold tub, which looks like a fucking portable shower and a ba- and a scheme back garden like you can see the clay's pole and everything in the background <laughs> and she's like i love seeing so many people heal with cold water and it's like healing what what are you healing what do they think they're healing what what, what do you think's healing here like do you genuinely think that being in a nice bath every day is curing mental health issues oh here we go man fucking hell walking how walking they're all the same they can't they're, they're all the same I tell you what, she's got some set of eyebrows on her, but they are beautiful. <laughs> she's selling snake oil, mate. That is total. Aye. There is absolutely, I mean, like, you 
you <sighs> you build like you build a resilience to the cold. Oh. It, it impacts your immune system absolutely. Yeah, you become probably better at taking a lot of stress because it's stressful getting into water. Yeah, but you're not healing anything if you've got like post traumatic stress disorder. If you've been attacked, that's going to do nothing for you other than you know make you cold. Yeah, in the morning, like I- it's. It's wild, mate. I just had a right good laugh. Not only at the, you know, people are healing with cold water therapy, um, but the, the fact that she's selling this added, like, you get free use in my cold water tub, and it's like a pure home bargains fucking Aye. thing in the back garden, man. I was Our like, hanging at it. Oh, <laughs> seriously hope she doesn't listen to this, but... Ah, it's all right. She knows, fuck it, I'm a stand This up is what... Social media is all turning into this. Like, uh-huh. here, what can I sell you? Yeah. And it's... Like, it, so let me caveat this with, like, if you are legit, hmm. I'm not having a go at you. It's this type of stuff. It's, yeah. like, the like the stuff that you talk about. Like, the CBD guys are the same. Yeah. Like, stop telling people that, you know, cancer, chronic pain, it reduces, look at the science, it reduces inflammation. That's it. Yeah. That's all that it does. So see, if you've got an inflamed stomach and you suffer for IBS, it's going to help you. Yeah. If your pain's caused by inflammation in your blood through stress, and it will help you. But see if you've got like, and it will help with sciatica and st- like muscle pain and stuff like that. But see if you've got like, you know, terrible fucking pain, you know, like migraines, that's not going to do anything. You're basically, yeah. it's no snake oil, it's CBD oil that you're yeah. selling to people. And God knows where, th- do these guys know where they're getting this shit for like, if you go to the CBD Tardis in Sucky Hill Street, that guy can tell you exactly where that cannabis is came from in yeah. Colorado. Go there. Yeah. Speak to the guys. They're so honest about the effects and what mm-hmm. it will do for you. But see some of the social media posts that you see on Instagram, they're talking wild shit, man. Yeah. They're selling people dreams. Don't do chemotherapy. Just get some CBD gummies, man. <laughs> Aye. The best one I'd seen was... Um, don't put the pressure of buying some ridiculous like workout program. Buy my yoga. Fuck <laughs> it's like you're selling. It's the same yeah. thing. It's the same fucking thing, man. Stop it. Uh, it's very dangerous. I mean, uh, maybe the exercise things are a bit different, but see the kind of therapy uh, product shit. That's dangerous. I think. Yeah. Um, I think it can be quite cruel. You know. Because people used to always ask me about the veganism stuff, and I used to just say, "Look, this I'm only I only post about it to keep myself accountable, right? Right. So I'm telling you what works for me. It might uh-huh. not work for you. All I did was stop eating junk food, stop eating shit, and I started eating more veg. And then all of a sudden, I started to feel fucking euphoric. And then on top of that, I was taking CBD oil, vitamins, and I drank water instead of drinking juice." That was it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody's going to be. Of course, you're going to feel better. Feel amazing. Of course, you're going to feel better. <laughs> and I think I was so buzzing because I was eating new food all the time, new vegan food that I would never eat. Uh huh. So I'm like, what the but fuck is this kimchi, man? Oh, people start to go, I but see, before we were carnivores, it's like, how do we know that? Like, Aye. you don't because of the teeth. Aye. Get to fuck. Like, come on, fuck. No, we are built to be. It's like I, I, I don't. I don't know if I trust you with that. You've got a lot of confirmation bias going through your fucking system here. <laughs> um, you've clearly, if you go to Google and put in, tell me all the benefits of a vegan diet, it will fill you with propaganda, you know, yeah. but if you go and 
get a balanced approach to these things. Have you seen this guy on Instagram called the Liver King? Right, no. Have you seen him? <laughs> no, right. Am I gonna go? I'm gonna right, go. You need to take a look at him. He actually seems like an alright person, right? Most of these he people seems quite right, likable. Here's what I'll say, right? Specifically about you know hypno cold water woman. Uh huh. She wants to help people. Yeah. Our intentions. She, okay, I she might be trying to make a bit of money, right? Yeah. You need to live. You need to eat. You know. You can't do shit for people for free unless you're you're rich, yeah. right? So that's just a fact of the world. She wants to help people. The intentions are good. Like, yeah. let's look at the positives. She's probably got a lot of benefit for herself through doing what she's doing, right? Mm. But it's when they start to make these wild claims. So she's not really making crazy wild claims but i have heard people you know i had um watched a video on instagram the other day and it was like the hypno the hypnotherapy that i do with people's like magic and you're like right so now you're miss selling yeah. <laughs> but um i they, they want to help people so i'm not shitting on that i'm not shitting on the intentions but what i'm kind of shitting on is that this industry is like totally unregulated they go, and you can go and look, mate. I mean, I studied for six years at uni and paid all that out of my own pocket, so I suppose I'm a wee bit annoyed about the fact that you can go and get a six-week diploma in psychology on the Centre of Excellence or whatever these online yeah. courses for 19.99, And then somebody can say, I've got a diploma in psychology. Aye, but at what level mm -hmm. and how credible is the institution that you've attended? I suppose that's a bit of gatekeeping. But at the end of the day, I'm a certified psychologist, yeah. psychotherapist, cognitive behavioral therapist, and it worries me. I know, like, the reason that I get annoyed at these people is because I worry that they get people in their hooks. Yeah. And then it's the next thing and the next the next course and the next course. Aye. Basically, what you're doing is pulling people's pants down and gaining them minimal gains where they could yeah. go properly invest in themselves we are professional that knows what they're doing and make real fucking change in their life that's yeah there's my piece on i it. completely understand where you mate right so what's this guy called uh what was i talking about again the lover king the lover king right. <laughs> he, he he eats like raw meat and uh, bone marrow from inside bones hmm. and uh, he's like bright pink and he looks like he takes some type he must oh, take mate, steroids this, this boy's on roids man now, you don't get a body like that without it it's just a fact right so we've got he's a public figure he's got nearly a million followers on instagram wow. right um the ceo of the ancestral life raw meat and then a moon so what is he eating meat and howling at the moon so he constantly walks about with his top off because he believes in natural sunlight he walks about barefoot as well because it's like a caveman type of thing he right. just eats meat, uh, bone marrow, uh, what's that stuff? It's like a soup. Broth, like, broth, like, like bone broth. Bone broth, he's mad That's for rank, that mate, that's rank. See, the only stuff that he's posted that looks good <clears throat> is he has a couple of burgers with cheese over it. Right, see this type of person like this? Aye. This is a person who has had absolutely zero purpose in life, no idea about what, they're, what to do with themselves, and so they have kind of like decided that their lifestyle will be their yeah. purpose and this is what i'm talking about people on the internet telling people how to live their life like that guy has an unhealthy lifestyle yeah he has 
this guy will probably, you know, and I mean unhealthy in the sense that, you know, who wants to hang about with somebody that's sucking bone marrow <laughs> or fucking bone? Like, does this guy have nice relationships in his life? Aye. Like a nice balanced life? Good friends. Looks like he lives through his phone. He walks about with his top off. He's built up a brick shit house. He's a cunt. Yeah. Like, he's a dick. He's a narcissistic prick. And the way that he tries to sell it to people is, is that I'm doing this ancestral thing. It's yeah. caveman like. No, mate, you're walking about with chains out your shoulders. We are <laughs> fucking tan in LA. A backwards cap at like fucking forty. It's like you. I don't know, man. That's where I'm like. Do you want to be that? Yeah. Please don't want to be that. That's somebody's life that's pure out of balance. You know. I have a friend in New York who is. Uh, I I don't know what I would call him, but he's got a unit that you would go for a cryo chamber. He'll he could give you colonics like a wellness center. Aye. Mm-hmm. And he'll, you know, he does all the tests and stuff. He's a vegan. And I got in touch with him and I said, have you seen this Liver King guy? And he said, do you know what? Good on him and I wish him all the best. But that is not going to end well. No. I mean, it, 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 surely like colon cancer or something like yeah. that will get this guy. Like, only eating meat. Yeah. Just eating meat. Like... It's the insanity of it. I mean, it even comes down to guys like Jordan Peterson who did that for like two years. I only eat meat and salt. That's how I cured my depression and then, you know, ends yeah. up manically depressed and unwell, like mm. physically sick. It's like, you've Looking only been eating meat and salt. Awful. Mate, looks as a, looks like a fucking Nazi stormtrooper, the guy, yeah. man. He literally looks like evils, like coming out his eyeballs. Like. He's like, um, see, at first I didn't really care or have an opinion on him. But see now, I'm like, why are you so obsessed and angry? It's the same with that fucking idiot that's a... Oh, what's... Man, I'm having a brain fart. What's it called? The atheist guy. Uh, Sam Harris. No, Sam <clears throat> Harris. The British um, guy. Uh, Dawkins. Dawkins. Mm-hmm. Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins. <laughs> have, you ever seen the, have you ever seen the South Park episode? Aye. <laughs> You right. feel like saying, mate, have a fucking joint, ah? Going to just smoke Aye, a joint? mate, calm down, chill out. These people have got Christ complexes, mate. Like, they think that they have it all figured out and that they will be the one to, like, save humanity. Jordan Peterson's admitted this a couple of times, that he had a dream or a premonition when he was a kid that he would save humanity. And he say, claims that his wife had the same premonition. Is he a like, Mormon? No, mate. Because that's kind of how that shit started. He's a knob. Aye. <laughs> Like, he he's got an unhe- he's got an unhealthy obsession with his daughter and he, he's basically like an, an asshole and again yeah. try to tell people how to live their life and 12 rules to live your life the book i read it it's got a lot of good in it he, yeah. he created none of it it's all second-hand information make your bed come on fuck is this not the basics of like being a human being like yeah. be tidy if you want to feel good Keep that's your- like the cold water therapy cunts they took all their shit for Wim Hof. He's Aye. taking his shit for fucking AA and all that probably. Well, I think the breathing, the cold water, it's all ancient shit, dude. Uh-huh. It's all stuff that we've been doing, the ancestral stuff. Yeah. It's people thinking that the 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 key to life existed back then. It's yeah. like a regression almost. Um, I, I just don't believe that. Like, yeah. I, I just, I think that that whole happiness is in fitness and oh, this and blah, God, blah, blah. It's not. Off. It's not. Like, yeah. it's an inside job, man. Like, yeah. cultivate it. Um, and 
it will appear. Like, be happy, focus on the good stuff. Yeah. Appreciate your life, appreciate what you have got, ignore all the shit that everybody else gets that makes you bitter and twisted and just go on with it and you'll be a fucking, you'll be all right, man. Like, you'll do it. Very wise words. Thank you, for the, stroke my beard. For the New Year podcast. Do, do you know what I've just put there? <laughs> I feel like I come when I eat. <laughs> Right. Can you remember? What was, what was the motivation for that? <laughs> Must have been a good meal. <laughs> I don't know why. I've put do you have any do you have any New Year's resolutions? Oh mate, I'm like I feel like because <clears throat> I started a business in twenty twenty one and all my lifestyle routines, apart from the bare fucking minimum of like meditating every morning and journaling every morning, went out the one day. I couldn't prioritise it. It was just not a priority for me. I didn't have the heat space for it, but um, I'm I'm like back. I'm gonna go back to five times a week at the gym. I need to do it. Like it's it's actually starting to make me feel a bit shit. You know, like no that bad, but like I I want to. I've got this sort of thought of like I, I want to get back. You know, I want to get back to being fit again. Yeah. Um, just stupid shit like uh, just before Christmas. If I go and see my mom, Carntine, so the other side of the city, I'll walk. I was fucked. I was so fucked after it, and I was like, right, now I'm starting to notice an actual decline. So now's the time to do something about it. Yeah. No, to wait and let that decline. You know, I've no noticed it. Um, Air Christmas, are like, I've got sciatica <clears throat> that flared up in my 20s, and it's because I'm so tall. So oh. basically, like, aye, I put so much stress on my lower back, it's just because I'm so tall. Yeah. get told that, that it's either um, big people, tall people, or old people that get sciatica. That's what the doctor said to me, and I was like, right. And he's like, you've got the tall one. I'm like, all right, but basically it's the same thing. That started to creep back in, and I'm what, four days back at the gym, gone. And I'm like, right, Brilliant. this is my body trying to tell me. Do something about this, eh? Like, yeah. start to get active again. So I'm doing that. Um and nah that's <laughs> pretty much like I've, i'm gonna i need to continue with the stuff that i was doing last year like i'm still in education and still studying and getting better therapy and doing that good expanding that out i just need to keep that going you know do you mind me asking what your business is called the po podcast studio like or here yeah it's got well i've just created social medias for it i've not done a post or anything yet but it's going to be called the green room yeah and i don't know why because the room's green but um, uh, I, it's going to just be the Green Room Podcast Studio. So it just took me last year to really sort of get this. It took me the full year, mate, to really get it to where it is. Yeah. And I'm quite happy with where it is. That's amazing, and mate. And so I'm like, now I can focus some energy on getting up at a wee bit earlier and give myself an hour to the gym. That's like me time. I need to get that back. Uh -huh. um, <clears throat> and maybe alongside that, I suppose, is spend a wee bit more time we a couple of mates that I've no seen a lot of, and my sister and my nephew, my mom, get me a regular at that type of stuff because that's the stuff that kind of like I had, they knew it though. I told them, you won't be seeing me a lot this year. Like I get made redundant in twenty twenty. This is my year. I'm going to try and build something. I feel like I've built it to a point where I can kind of like start pushing it and advertising it and taking bookings, but I don't need to think about what my day with. Yeah, you know what's it going to look like. I've got like three setups in this one room, you know, so it's brilliant. That's my New Year's resolution. Um, and I so looking forward to it, mate. I'm buzzing Good, so mate. far. It's been a great year so far. <laughs> Five days. Um, 
What about you? Are your resolutions like hard set or are you like, you know, I'm just going to make the change that I know, like get back to doing stuff similar to me? Aye, and and change my mentality towards things because I would always say things like, right, I need to lose seven stone by August and just right. set myself up for a catastrophic failure. I realise it's not possible, it's not realistic and it's not healthy. So instead of saying, lose seven stone... <clears throat> I say go to the gym twice this week and that's it. Right. And uh, just basic common sense, eat healthier, try to be a better person, don't kill myself if I fucking eat a bag of chips or something because <laughs> that's the shit that fucks my head up. Right. I have one bag of chips and then I feel like I failed, then I feel like a fat cunt, then I don't go to the gym and then the cycle of negativity starts. Uh-huh. And it's so stupid and it's so avoidable and it can just be avoided. So I'm going to try to be better that way. Um, try to be less stressed. Say yes to more work. I'm the same as you, mate. Go and see my pals, mayor. Coffees. Don't avoid people. Um, there's a lot of shows and actors' shows and stuff that I avoided last year because I was scared of COVID. Mm-hmm. So if one of my acting pals have got a show on, Instead of making an excuse, I'm just going to go. You're going to go? Aye. Uh, instead of being a hermit. And also, like, um, I always get, I get asked out on dates and stuff, like everybody else. Uh, and I always say no, mm-hmm. you know, or I find an excuse to say no. I actually had a girlfriend <clears throat> and we broke up, like, last year. Right. And it was good and stuff, but COVID fucked everything. But I've always kind of avoided dating and stuff. And I'm like, no, that's toxic as well. I'm going to start saying yes to to that. Aye, put yourself out there, man. Aye. Put, both professionally and socially. Yes. Get married and have nine wins. By August. Yes. And be minus seven stone. <laughs> no, but that's it, really. I mean, I don't want to set my... I hate setting, setting goals and no achieving them is horrible feeling Aye, so absolutely i mean this is i was just about to say like i don't publicly talk about it yeah i, I don't really post much about stuff like that either it's kind of like for me and i don't like getting trapped in a like you know i see that a lot like people publicly say their goals out there and i think they think that's a good thing yeah but i think it makes the failure worse mm-hmm. puts a pressure on it that's absolutely no needed yeah. Um, and you can just go about doing what you want to do, set the goals and achieve it, and then you can talk about it. Yeah. I think that's always the sort of a good way of doing it. It's like the vegan thing, because I was 100% vegan, and then COVID happened, depression happened, and I started eating chocolate and cheese and stuff. And then uh, recently I sent my picture, a picture to my mate of my dinner, and it was salmon and scrambled eggs and salad. And... My mate was like, is that you completely fucked the veganism then? And I thought, nah, because I've still no ate meat or chicken or anything like that. And do you know what? Who gives a fuck? Like, uh, I'm trying my best. Be healthy. Aye, uh, you're like, tra- that's a good healthy dinner, like yeah. salmon and scrambled eggs. It's amazing Aye. as well, man. I love fucking it, salmon. It, it love, was really nice, eggs, man. man. And it hit the spot. But then the eggs. next day, I had a vegan dinner. So... It's not about being 100% something. It's like if you go to the gym five days this week and then you only day two days next week, is that a failure? You still went to the gym two days a week? Absolutely, mate. And it's about your own 
th- that's what I'm, it's about you. Yeah. Like me saying, I want to go to the gym five days a week. The reason that I'm setting that as a sort of like mental goal is actually four. Like I'm doing four is because I've done it before and I know I can do it. It's not yeah. like one of the things where I'm I'm going for like doing nothing. Like the I would say that I averaged twice a week last year. Mm-hmm. Second half of last year, first half of last year, I was still doing. I was still like, I was still trying to do the business and still trying to go five times a week. And yeah. It was just I was exhausted in the summer. I was like, right, something needs to go here. And it's definitely no try to build a business that's going to be the fucking gym. <laughs> Realised how insane I was being with myself. But uh, the second half of last year, I probably, the average was like twice a week. Yeah. Um, But it's like a personal thing because I've noticed that deterioration in my personal fitness. I'm, I want to ramp that back up. Good. That's it. It's not like a, you know, I'm, I'm no, if you go and check my Twitter or my Instagram, not one thing where I'm like, I'm doing this and look at me, this is fantastic and you should be doing that too. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'd never dare say to somebody, you should go to the gym unless they were to say to me, like, how, what do you do? You seem, yeah, I'd get that for me. It's like, you're always quite positive with you day, and I'll go, no gonna lie, I meditate, I journal and I go to the gym. Yeah. And that works for me. Might not work for you, but you can interchange the things. Instead of go to the gym, if you don't like lifting weights, go to yoga. If you don't yeah. like yoga, go for a run. Just find your thing. Aye. Like, aye, go back to Lemmy again, what's your thing? Like, aye. <laughs> but aye, that's my thing. And just find what works for you, man. That's it. You don't need to go in and fucking preach about it. And you don't need to go in and try and tell people that they should date as well. But yeah. if people, they ask, you can tell them what works for you. Be humble, mate. Be humble. <laughs> Fuck bitches, get money, be humble. <laughs> That's what we're calling this episode, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think on that, those wise words, 4th of January, I think we can wrap that podcast up. Too right, mate. Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening so far. We took a two-week break there, and it was really nice for people to get in touch and say, like, when are you bringing the podcast back? The numbers are doing better. So if you enjoy it, please follow it, subscribe, share the videos, retweet, because this is the only way we can still keep doing this. And as always, there's the coffee app that you can go onto my Twitter and see if you would like to donate a coffee. It goes towards all this stuff. And um, again, thank you to Merchant City Medical for sponsoring the podcast. Um, There'll be a wee logo that pops up and you'll see all the details. So get in touch with Paul, get yourself sorted. New year, new me, Betty White was 99. Let's fucking do it, mate. God bless. See you later. Prince Prince Andrew's a sweaty fucking nonce. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.